Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I have a question for you. Where's your contract with them? Uh, it's an implied contract. It's verbal. Okay, no, I know what I'm doing. I just want to know if you know what you're doing. This is the plaintiff, Lewis Clark. He says he runs a pet cemetery and crematory, and he picked up the defendant's deceased pet and did a three-hour private cremation for him. He was ready to return with the pet's ashes seven days later, but the defendant started ghosting him. Well, he won't be ignored and deserves his $250 cremation fee. So he's suing. This is the defendant, Rodney Woodard. He says the plaintiff picked up the dog and he told him he wanted to go to his cremation place with his family, but the guy refused. He then told him he was going to ship the dog's ashes back to him. But how does he know those ashes are really his dogs and not just some sand he found somewhere? He doesn't owe this man any money, and the guy should be ashamed of himself for suing him today. He's accused of a pet predicament. All parties, please get your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. See, they come to order, please. Millian's have this one, Yana. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, man. Okay, Mr. Clark? Yes. Tell me what you do for a living. Uh, I own a pet cemetery and crematory which services the New York metropolitan area. Okay, now when you say a pet cemetery, besides the chills that go up and down my spine thinking of the movie, it's, <laughs> it's an actual plot of land where people can have their pets buried and visit? Yes, and, okay. and we have a pet cremation unit on site. Okay. So are the pets actually buried there or they're cremated and possibly buried there or what? Both. Both. All right. So you advertise. Correct. And you find his name when one of your pets dies, correct? That is correct. Yes. And yeah. that pet was what kind of pet? It was a Sitsu Maltese mix. I have pictures of it if you'd like to see. Oh, sure. Just make me sad, but. Yeah. What did the pet die of? Uh, she had to be euthanized due to the fact that she had uh, oh, she had tumors and her oh. red blood cells counts were depleting. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, we had to uh, put her down. My dog is a cancer survivor. She has half a tongue, but yeah. she's fine. She went blind first. Poor thing. How know, old is but she? She adjusted. Uh, my daughter's 23. We got Kristen for her. What's the dog's name? Kristen. My daughter named her Kristen Dior. Kristen. <laughs> yes. K-R-I-S-T-E-N. Kristen Dior. Okay. Correct. Yes. All right. So how long had you had the dog? We had the, 10 years. 10 years. Yes. All right. So at the time, you decided that you wanted to have the dog cremated so that you could keep the ashes, correct? That is correct. 
All right, so you found him at where, in the phone book? No, at the ASPCA. Okay. They had uh, different literature, and I asked, I inquired about getting ashes, and they, they directed me to that board. Okay, and so I got you called him. I called you him. You hired him. Now He comes to your place to pick up the dog, or no? No, he picks the dog up at the ASPCA. Oh, okay, because you brought the yard. dog there. Right, correct. All right, so you hire him to come and pick up the dog from the... ASPCA. ASPCA. He does. He does. And you take the dog, and he had hired you for a cremation. Correct. A private cremation, Correct. meaning he gets back his, his dog's Correct. ashes. Correct. I have a question for you. What? Where's your contract with him? Uh, it's an implied contract. It's verbal. Okay. No, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I just want to know if you know what you're doing. Because you go into uh, this whole routine in your complaint that sometimes you use a contract, sometimes you don't. Why don't you just always use a contract? I don't know why you're nodding. I'll be with you in a second. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead. Every case is different. Is uh, it? Because yeah. I noticed you also said that, it, like, for example, if you're doing work for a lawyer, you would definitely have a contract. Well, I have had You know attorneys. your judge is a lawyer, right? I like, have had attorneys that go Right. Over well, maybe the... you should be more careful not just of attorneys because it's so easy just to have the contract. You fax it back and forth. You email it back and forth. It's so, it's, there's like no excuse for it these days when it's so easy to do the paperwork back and forth. You're here because he didn't sign anything and your excuse for not paying him after you've just admitted you hired him was what? What's your excuse? Okay, he called me and asked me for all of Kristen's information, her correct spelling, the name, uh, her weight, so on and so forth. When the next day came, I left him a text saying, well, once you pick her up, 10 o'clock tomorrow, I'll call you and give you the information for payment. I did that. They, whoever answered said, oh, no, no, don't worry. We, we're not going to do that yet as far as take payment. So I, I even asked him, I said, well, where's the cremation going to take place? Because we like to go. You don't want to go to a cremation. Well, I, I want not actually. No, no. You want to have a little service in your home with the ashes. You don't want my, to see a cremation. No, no. I don't want to actually, but I thought I could at least be on the premises. Oh, you don't even want to be on the premises. Well, my daughter, my daughter did. She wanted to be there because otherwise we start feeling as though, how do I know that it's actually transpiring? I might get okay, some. The same some, way I know that I have my father's ashes. What? I mean, that's how that works. People don't attend the cremation. I mean. I suppose you could. I suppose you could insist on it, or, but it's really quite unpleasant. And I mean, you know, what are you going to get to keep your eyeballs on it like that? You don't want to see that. You don't you know, I'm, I, you're right. But if you have a closed casket ceremony, you better peek, too. I mean, there's you know, it's yeah. You I knew that you. when you called him and hired him, though, too. Right. Like you knew that. You no, know. no, no. I did not know that. OK, well, then why didn't you just go I to did, the cremation? He, that's what I'm getting to. Welcome back to the People's Court, Harvey Levin here. So if a dog passes, do you uh, spread the ashes if you cremate the dog or do you save the ashes? What do you say? I would probably spread the ashes, let the dog go free. Okay, ma'am? Yeah, I'd spread the ashes in his favorite place to play, like at the park or the beach. But then people poop on it. Or dogs poop on I me. Mean, I don't think people poop on it, but dogs poop on it. I think a dog would be okay with that since dogs like to sniff things. Like you know, and, you, and you know what they would have in common? It's the same with the Hollywood Walk of Fame on the stars there because people pee on the stars too. Exactly. Yeah, going inside the courtroom. He said, this is going to be in Pennsylvania. It's too far for you to come. I told my wife, 
how's he going to say what's too far for me to come? Well, so then why did you quite, just get the address and go? He was quite evasive. He never gave me an address. The only well, address that comes up is... Tell me how that yeah. conversation went about. Uh, he never actually asked uh, to attend the cremation. He did request a video. A video? He did. Okay. Yes, and people do attend if they're people not do a do they watch the actual fire yes mm -hmm. and they they'll they'll you can do a test also you can put in a pre-1982 penny which will survive the cremation so there are uh why pre oh because that's because they were made of uh what because it's what it's what they were made of what copper. why is copper right so it's co so copper. post 1982 they don't make them out of copper correct oh. so the pre-1982 pennies um will survive the cremation and you will see that in the in the bag of ashes. That's clever, but did do you explain that anywhere? Did oh, absolutely. I mean, people do come and but watch. But just when people say it, if yeah. people say it. If somebody tells me that they do not trust the process at all and I will insist that they come and view it because or else I won't do it. Okay. I mean, so in so. any event, um, you aren't there, but he does the job you hired him for. He didn't prevent you. I don't believe he prevented you from going. Um, and I'm really curious, what happened? You just changed your mind and didn't want the dog back? You no. didn't want the dog's ashes? You have the dog's ashes. I do. Right. I wanted the dog ashes. Well, then why don't you we, just pay the guy and get the dog's ashes? Well, you know what? At that point, if you look at the time spans, I thought it was somebody just preying on people's emotions at what the time. What are you because, talking about? You know, what I'm talking about is just even as far as when the dog was going to be cremated. You called no, him? I, he didn't I, solicit you? I did. Right. But then the, the interaction, I'm 58 years old. The interaction just felt odd. He just, you know. Then why'd you hire him? I'm 58 I, years old well, too. I know, I know what I'm doing. Are you trying to pretend <laughs> no. you're not of sound mind? Because you're 58 I'm, years old? Because you're going to no, see no, how I'm sound this mind I'm saying I'm of sound mind. Right. Okay. So then. Yeah, I think you're trying to tell me, ah, Judge, I changed my mind because I was really emotional and then I didn't no, really no, care no, about the dust. No, 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 that's not what I'm trying to I mean, what, you know, what that doesn't give you a right to back out of a contract. You know, you made a contract with him and then he did his part and you're not doing your part because what? what? How, you do I know, how do I know that he did his part? Then that is a you problem, okay? If you want to know, they let people show up. So you but, say, I want to go. Is it in Pennsylvania? See, that's not true. It's, it's, yes, it's in the Poconos. It's in the two Poconos. It's a two-hour you know, drive. But how did you, so obviously he tells you, well, it's in Pennsylvania, and you're like, ah, it's too long a drive. So either way, I don't really care. The bottom line is, you told him to do something, he did it. If you, I believe him when he says people go, so I don't believe that someone deprived you of going. And I'm, I'm fascinated by what you said. He preyed on people's emotions. No, I think you thought better of it. Like, man, $250 to get the ashes of a dog? No, no, that wasn't it at all. I don't even understand how you could be here standing here knowing those are the dog's ashes and not want them and not want to pay. I definitely want the ashes. Yeah. Oh, you just don't want to pay? No, I, I'll pay too. Pay the guy. $250 verdict for the plaintiff plus your court costs. So the defendant loses the case, but you get the dog's ashes. Yes. Let me ask you, you just don't trust this guy. Is that what it is? It was too many, too much time, lapse in time. I talked to too many different people, and I just felt as though it was a sham going on. I honor contracts. The biggest contract that I've honored, 
was my wife. Yeah. They're married for 30 yeah. odd years. But thank you so much. The judge rendered a decision. I have to go with that. Thank you so He'll much. He'll get his money. You yeah. got the ashes. Have Good a luck. Day. Okay. Take care. Thank you very Bye. much. Well, Mr. Clark, it's been kind of a mess for you, hasn't it? Well, yeah. yes. Does this I, happen very often? Not very often, but, um, you know, I got did get in my car. I went and picked I it mean, up. I mean, you wouldn't have minded had he come to watch the cremation. No, right? absolutely. And, and in fact, we get more money. It's $550 if he wanted to attend his cremation. That's so like a three-hour service they stay? It's about three procedure. hours from start yeah. to finish, yes. All righty. So, well, congratulations. Glad you. you got your money. And you yeah. don't have to handle the dog's ashes any longer. Thank okay. you. Thank you so much, sir. Okay. All right. Harvey? You know, I mean, Doug, look, the bottom line is pretty simple. The plaintiff was asked to do a job, did the job, and he's entitled to get paid. End of story. That will do it for this case. Litigants for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. This is the plaintiff, Linda Quinones Lopez. She says she hired the defendant to do some work on her house, and he never completed the job, even though she paid him in full. She's not the type to let someone get away with owing her all this money and trying to run out on her. So she's suing him here and now for the $4,692.30 she's most definitely due. This is the defendant, Andy Monsoul. He says he was hired for $16,000, and the only thing he didn't get to on the job were the closet doors he was supposed to replace because they arrived damaged from the factory. He did right by this woman, certainly doesn't owe her all this money she's suing for, and he thinks the judge will agree. He's accused of not getting it done. All parties, please get ready. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case from the docket, the plaintiff hired the defendant to do work in her house. Says the guy didn't finish, but the defendant says he was hired for a $16,000 job and all he didn't do was the closet doors. And he has an excuse. It's the case of closet case. Thank you, Douglas. All right. So you hired the defendant to do some construction work at an apartment. Did you actually live in that apartment? Yes. All right. And you did that based on your sister's recommendation because he had done some work and, and it was well done. Yes. Yes. All right. What did you hire him to do in your apartment? Go through the list of everything. So I Is there hired... a contract between you guys, a written contract yes. I can look at? Let me look at the contract. Yes. I hired him. I hired him to remove a non-load bearing wall, to gut and rebuild two sets of closets, one in the hallway, one in the bedroom. Skim coat the hallway walls and ceilings, skim coat the living room ceiling, repair all surrounding structure areas um, uh, next to the walls that he was removing in the, uh, that were both in the ceiling and the hallway and living room. All right. Now, um, it was a bit of pretty big contract in the sense that it wasn't chump change. This mm -hmm. was to cost how much? 16000 what? $16,500 was part of the contract. Okay. But we paid him another $1,100. Well, you also had additional work done, right? Yes, for How additional much work. additional work done? Um, what was the price of the additional work? 
$1,100. Okay. What was the additional work? He uh, relocated some wiring. He built a column. He did the floors in the, in the closets, which I thought would have been part of it, but he said they weren't. I when you say floors, me. did floors, what is it specifically you mean? When the, when the closet was um, demolished, mm -hmm. he had to replace part of the floor in the closet. Replace it with what? With wood. With wood. He put, so he put wood okay, flooring it, it, down. Specifically, floor repair and supplies will be covered by the owner and not part of the scope of work. So I don't know why you would think that that was part of it. All right. Um, that's right in your contract. Um, so what goes wrong? He's working there for how long before things go wrong? So he started April 10th. Um, and so he was supposed to finish demolition and do some work. And I, I, if I recall correctly, it was supposed to be for about two weeks. I had hired a floor contractor to do work who was supposed to come following that first two week period. Um, he asked for an ex he asked me to push that down, and so I had uh, I had pushed the date down for the floor company to come in twice, which was which was not a problem. Um, he got through most of the work by May. Most of the work was done, and he was he had begun working on the closets, and we discovered that the doors had damage, so he had to return a door, one door, um, and then there were other doors that were damaged. We discovered. And so the month of June was a dead month. We were waiting on these doors that had to be reordered. A few were custom. In August, the, the door should have, been, should have arrived. And I was in touch with him several times in August. He was supposed to come to my apartment to finish the work, to finish the closets and deal with any touch-ups. Um, and three times he canceled. And I told him if he did not finish this job, I would have to take other, another recourse. I, have to, I, would have to, I would have to consider other recourse, including a lawyer. And so he got very upset by that. He was- Yeah, that usually chills the, the relationship. Yeah. Right. And then, was, and then you patient. said, I'm not coming back if you're threatening me with lawyers. And right. so what was, according to you, what was left to do? The you say to purchase and install the electrical box because yes. you'd already paid, according to you, the 1100 that included that. Yes. Is there a separate contract for the 1100 or no? No. Okay. Um, you say repair the bedroom wall on the left side of the new closet frame that is cracked. Okay. So what am I looking at there? Is that, um, what is that? Uh, okay. Do you want to get close to it so you can see what it is? Because I know that's far. Right here. Uh, Josh, this is the uh, part of the closet. This is actually the side of the of the closet. This is kind of like a door jam for the for the closet. Okay, and she's upset because it's not caught properly. Is this caulk I'm well, looking I, at that's I, cracking? I, no, this is this is separation between the. Uh, what is? The, hold on one second. Sure. Go back. That's either plaster or concrete. Uh, I think he used plaster. Or, the white is wood, this. is the frame. What is that's, this? That's this is compound. what's cracked. That's the separation between. That's the compound. There's a small piece of wall He's that was compounded. Hold on one second. I haven't had a chance. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I know, but you said I'm not coming back. You're threatening me with lawyers. And she said, I'm going to have to call a lawyer because you kept canceling on her. So, you know, the whole thing broke down pretty, you know, significantly. Um, and it's never easier to go to court and hash it out because you're both going to get stuck with whatever I say. Um, so there's numerous places I can see from her pictures where there are cracks, um, you know, 
little punch list stuff that typically, if you were if you were getting along, you would go and you can crank them Absolutely. out in a day. Yes. Right. But there's other stuff that's more than that. Like, for example, she says that one of the things you didn't get to was you say he has to re-level the hallway closet frame on the floor and repaint the frame. Yes. So our floor company lifted the floor that he had the frame for the closet that he had already set without telling us. And when we realized it, I spoke to Andy, and after some back and forth, he agreed to come back and relevel it so that the closet could be now set. The, the, the floor company, by the way, paid him for that did because they I pay submitted for an that? invoice. Not fully. I have a well, copy what of the did invoice. They pay, they pay me like 80% of the, of the money. What did they pay you? Uh, one How thousand, much? $1,000. Okay, and what did you do for that $1,000? So for $1,000, what I did is I repair the damages what the floor company did when they was working on her apartment. They, uh, uh, there's some work which I did before they started, which they damaged what I did. So they gave you $1,000. They said, mea culpa, it was our yeah. fault. They gave you $1,000. They were supposed to give you how much? $1,200. All right, and what did you do? with that $1,000? Like, in other words, what work did you do? Sure, I did, I did everything, okay. everything what, what, uh, what Did you repair the floor they damaged? That's what I'm asking. Did you go back and level it again? No, I didn't have a chance yet. Okay, so that's $1,000 on your side you didn't do anything for. Okay, I got no, no, it. No, 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 no. $1,000, what I, what, I, what I got from them, I did like 85% uh, what they did wrong. I didn't have a chance to finish 15% of the work. Well, what did you do? My questions are so simple. I asked, did you do anything? You said no. And then I say, that's $1,000 that you got for doing nothing. And then you say, no, I did 85%. Am I? I apologize, yes. Yeah, I, I, I think my questions yeah, are yes, real straightforward yeah, yeah, and yeah. simple. Yeah, sure. What did you do for the $1,000? Okay, so I repair uh, um, many different dents on the, on the walls. Which they uh, which they damaged, so I plastered and I repainted entire entire hallway, uh, and uh, some other uh, areas. Let me ask you a question, ma'am. According to you, what's left is the electrical box cover on the living room column, repair the bedroom wall, and a bunch of cracks that we let me let me go through these pictures. What's this pic a picture of? I, I wanted to show that he didn't finish um, installing the tracks for the closet. So okay, that closet that's one of the things in your items yes. is complete installation of closet door tracks. Yes. Paint closet doors, install yeah. closet doors, properly level closet doors, and install closet door handles. All right. Did you uh, attempt to hire another contractor to finish the stuff that he didn't do? I got bids from three different contractors to finish the work that May he I did not do. May I see all three bids? Yes. Can I tell three of them? Yeah. yeah. Thank you. How did you have the bids all over the map here? One's for 800, one's for 2,500? Right. Yeah, that's um, kind of different. And then the other one is for? 897. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let me ask you a question. At some point, you hired a lawyer, and a lawyer wrote him a letter. Yes. Right? Okay. Let me see that lawyer letter. Because that lawyer letter basically says what you're out and gives him an opportunity to come back and finish the job. She's due a refund of 520.59. Because after doing math back and forth and then the 1100 and adding, well, now it should be 1100, but she's paid you this much and blah, blah, blah. He says your deficit for materials at this point is 529.59. Would that be accurate? 
Because if it is, why are you suing for $726.96? Your uh, lawyer did the math back and forth, added in the 1100 then subtracted the other stuff, and, you know, he figured it out. And I assume that some thought went into this. He didn't just pull figures out of the sky when it's yeah. $520.59. So you're not suing for that. What you're suing for is amount paid for closet doors plus another cost of new doors. So you're suing for that figure twice. Okay, mm -hmm. that's not going to happen. Then you've got the cost of a new contractor um, to uh, come in and take care of the stuff that's remaining. Then you also have reimbursement of cost of moldings, but yes. that would have been taken care of already in what your lawyer said to him in the money that was due back and forth. The net net is my client overpaid by 529.59. You can't just jack it up when you come into court and ask for it double or triple times. That's not how it works. Uh, so this would be taken care of. That would be taken care of. This would be taken care of. Now, you had a final installment that you have not paid him, correct? Or was he fully paid? So how much do you pay upfront when you hire like a contractor? And how much do you withhold until the end of the job? I think you pay 50% upfront. Uh, that way the, the, the payer is satisfied that the, the buyer will come back and do that. The, the person who's doing the services will come back and do the job. And the, the person who's doing the services is gonna come back to get paid. Fair enough. What if you really like the person, but they say, I want 90% upfront? I think the standard is 50% up front, and then you ensure you get the job done to your satisfaction. If there's somebody you really, really like, and but he says, I want 90%, would you hire him up front? I would not. Say no. I would not. Oh, that's a good answer. <laughs> I would not. Wow, that was a good one, going inside the courtroom. He was paid everything but 600 and change. Okay. No. Yes. I have Don't every know. single receipt. Didn't okay, pay me let me see the receipts. Let yeah. me see all the receipts. Uh, how much, stop. How much do you say she paid you? She didn't pay me from the $16,000. She paid me $14,000. Hmm. Okay. Okay, what about the additional $1,100? Did she pay you that? That, that? that was not like... Uh, Did she pay you $1,100? On the site, yes. Okay. Yeah. And then according to you, she only paid you $14,000? Exactly, the... yes. Okay. That's in your mind. Sorry, Okay, buddy. excuse you. Excuse Sorry. Me. Thank you, sir. Sorry. Where are all your records? You come here paperless. I'm wondering how I can trust what you say the numbers are when you don't have any records here. Okay. That totals $16,913.74. Correct. I do see her overpaying. I do see that work is left done. I don't value it at what she values it at. Um, if your lawyer, after looking at everything, said that the refund is 520 and 59 cents, and that was good enough for you to send out. It's good enough for me. So what I've got is the refund that's due to her, because I do see that she paid for material she shouldn't have, and then I've got the value of the work that you need to get done. And that value of that, that is the correct measure of your damages for him not showing up and you eventually losing your cool. And that is $897. That's what it's gonna cost you to get to the position you would have been in if he hadn't failed you, like you're saying. He didn't, I had to buy another set of doors on yes, top Yes, I know, and that's included in your lawyer's letter. So my verdict is in your favor in the amount of $1,417.59. That's my judgment. Oh man, that is so bad. Well, a lot of animosity still here, Mr. Mosul. 
Hi, how are you? You you know, you came in without any evidence whatsoever. Don't, don't you feel kind of awkward here? Yes, I'm sorry. I, I, I should bring some more evidence. It makes you look like a pretty awkward, careless businessman, you know? Okay. okay. Sorry about that. Thank you. Hope you learned something from this. All right. Ms. Quinones Lopez. You won, but you don't seem too happy either. No, I paid this man 15800 and change, 96% of a contract, in addition to $1,100 for extra work, and he walks away with almost the entire last payment and didn't complete the work. I shouldn't be happy. I should be pissed, and I'm very pissed. All righty, I'm sorry for you, but that's the judge's decision. She went through the records, and that's what she has decided yeah. you deserve. And that's it. Sorry about that. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much. Okay. All right, Harvey, what do you think? You know, look, when you're hiring a contractor, Doug, get a licensed one. They are bonded. You can check to see their discipline. Just makes a lot of sense. Do it for this case, litigants, for the next case on the way into the courtroom right now. These are the plaintiffs, Joseph Poole and Letitia Cameron. Joseph says he and his girlfriend gave the defendant a deposit on an apartment. They had a move-in date set, and then the defendant turned around and said the apartment wasn't available on the agreed date. This woman's a snake. She's keeping their hard-earned money, and they're suing her today in this court for the $3,260 they're rightfully owed. This is the defendant, Michelle Birdsong. She says she was never paid in full. And after a lot of back and forth, the plaintiffs told her they changed their minds about renting the place and demanded a full refund. They have some nerve taking her to court today when they broke the agreement and she refuses to return their money on principle because they double-crossed her. She's accused of not budging. All parties, please raise your right hand. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiffs gave the defendant a deposit for an apartment, and on move-in day, the, uh, the landlord said, uh-uh, you're not getting it. The defendant says that she was never paid in full, and the plaintiffs changed their minds. It's the case of get a move on it. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome, All right, Mr. Poole and Ms. Cameron. Hey, now. So you found this place, and uh, you went to look at it November <clears throat> 20th, and you liked it. Yes. yes. This was a place that you were living in? Yes. And you were going to sub-lease it to them, and you were going back to Chicago? Yes. So you are under a lease in that place? Yes. And do you have the right to sublease? Yes, I do. Can I see your lease? I didn't bring it with me, but I do. My rent is paid in full. Uh, rent being paid in full doesn't mean you can sub Yeah, there's no saying that I can't. My broker said it was fine. Okay. All right, so you end up deciding that you want to take it. Yes. And you two enter into an agreement, and you pay her, you, Mr. Poole, yes. pay her $700 yes, to hold the, the apartment. Yes, as the first partial payment. Is there anything that anybody wrote up on that day when you accepted the $700? Yes. Well, she has the same as, thing as myself. Okay. How much was the rent going to be? 1300 All right. And how much was the security deposit going to be? Thirteen hundred. So, upon paying you seven hundred, nineteen hundred was due for first month and security. Yes. And it was going to be due when, when the apartment is fully ready. January first, I was supposed to be leaving. Okay. Had you previously told them that it would be December? No. 
All right. See, that's why something in writing that says when it's going to be ready would be good, too. And there's nothing in here. Now, according to you, she had told you it was going to be December? Yes. Who does she say that to, you or you? Both Both of us at the same time. And Uh, when in December? She said the second Second week week of December. December. Yes. And she said the second week of December, and it was important to you to move out because where were you living? You were living. We're still living with my father. And you have two kids? Yes. Yes. How old? Three and nine. Okay. Um, so at some point she decides it's going to be January. You don't pull out at that point. No, we didn't pull out, but she told me that we had to give the rest of the money for the security deposit, which we gave her through PayPal. Okay. We sent over the money. And when did you do that? The 29th of uh, November, as well as the 30th of November. Okay. By then she had told you about the January thing, right? Yes. We was moving to January. Yes. Right. So she had already... (laughs) So you were fine with the, not fine, but you were accepting the January delay. Yeah, we were trying to cling on to the the great deal that she offered us. Right, so you end up giving her the rest of the security deposit. Yes. And then here's what I want to do, because what happened is she's talking to you, and she's talking to you, and that's how every, so I don't want to talk to the two of you at the same time. Mm -hmm. I want to talk to you separately. So I'm talking to you now first. What happens? You get a text from her. And what does it say? She basically asks me for the first month rent to move in because or she was going to be mo- yeah, No, she asked me to give Let her me the see first- the actual text. Let's read the actual text. So he asked about when can we meet up alongside your broker to receive the due amount and then work on that sublease. And then you tell him you're not meeting my broker. I told you that last night. He says, all right, and forgive me for the repetitive questions. Anxious with a lot of concern, that's all. What, and you, your response is, well, I understand that, but at the same time, you're also making me not want to rent to you. To be honest, I'm thinking to just give you your money back with all the questions. Why? He was harassing me. No, no, um, I'm the glad harassing, that- con- by what? By asking you when the broker's available? No, no, I didn't mind him asking me questions like that. Like well, then I told why him did you I send mean- this text back? What because was he, he doing was that a- made you send the text back? Because I read his questions. Because it was like- all the time, like, and I've even had to tell Letitia, can you please ask your husband to leave me alone? Like, he kept on texting me and texting me and texting me. So he says to you, after I finish paying you the full security, when can I have a lease? To which you respond, can we get back to all the questions after the holiday? Very busy here. That, that was uh, Thanksgiving. <laughs> and he says, sure, besides the above questions, I do have a few more to clarify. So we'll continue our conversation Monday morning via text message. And you take the time in your busy holiday schedule to respond. I'm sorry, but I think I'm just going to return your 700. Yeah. Sorry, as you are asking way too much. I am an honest, upfront person. This is my first time doing this as well. All the questions are overwhelming. Yep. Okay. And then his wife called me. Called yes. telephonically. What'd she say to you? So the landlord sends this text saying, you asked too many questions. Is the landlord stuck? Does the landlord have to give security back? Yes. Because? Because, well, the person should be able to ask as many questions as they would like. That's a fair point. And the landlord should be able to answer But them. now the landlord's, uh, yeah, you know what, you're right. <laughs> Going inside the courtroom. She asked me what happened and, oh, just work with me, work with me, she was yeah, telling me. Yeah, I know, listen, like, I, you know, we gotta know our man. We may love our man, but if our man is rubbing her the wrong way, you know, it's time for someone else to step in. I'm gonna give you some advice from someone who's gonna celebrate her 27th anniversary. I know. There are things I'm good at, and there are things John is good at. I happen to think the things I'm good at are far vast. 
<laughs> numerous, right? But there are things I'm good at, and then there are times when I lose my cool. mind, mm -hmm. and I'm not the best person to deal with something. A nice guy like my husband's the best thing to, person to deal with something. I think you two get your mojo right and figure out because you need something from that lady. I, it was when I called her, it was um, on, because he said that, however, she wanted to give us the money back. I didn't know the situation. So I called her and she said it was about harassing. He was harassing her, saying, you know, asking questions, too many questions. All right. So apparently you two patch it up. Yes. Well, you massage the situation. Everything is fine. And then... Um, there comes a time when she says to you, can you do some of the rent yeah. now as I'm making the lease for us and we'll have my lawyer look over and you will sign and get keys. You, so you literally say to her at 1045, I would like to have a phone conversation with you. I'm not comfortable to give out more money before I receive a lease and keys in my hands. That's not, we quit, we pull no. out. Then at 1046 AM, you are texting her, we want our money back. Yep. Yes. It's a total of 1300 Yes. Okay. And then so then you, did you know he was texting her that? No. no. That's what I thought. I had that, <laughs> that had that stench of behind your back kind of, all right. Your husband texts me back saying you'd like the money back. And you say, yes, I agreed on that part, but you just text me to send part of the first month's rent when I agreed I will give it when I got the sublease and key in my hands. And then she says, I'm just gonna give you all the money back. Now, your position is what? Well, I said that I didn't have no problem returning the funds um, the same way that they had gave me in increments and um, just to give me a little while. And they kept on and kept on, well, he, specifically kept on and kept on and kept on. And like, I feel like I'm losing out now. Now I'm not with my mother. My father's sick. I'm still, Are you in, still in New York, in, New York okay. in my apartment, looking for somebody to rent. Mm -hmm. You, Down. your <laughs> position is, uh, they backed out. So I don't have to return anything. Like, that's how I feel. Like I'm losing out as well. There were no, keep your mouth shut. You already did enough damage, but there were no there were no fewer than like four times where you were demanding to return their money. Yeah, because of him. No, he I understand that. But see, here's how the law works. Mm -hmm. You are right about the law. If they back out and it's no fault of yours, then you get to keep the money. But the person that I see saying, you know what? I don't even think I want to rent to you anymore because you're asking too many questions. And then again, later, mm -hmm. once he starts with the, we want our money back, there's another time where you say, I don't want to rent my apartment to you. You, you. So there's just no way that they can go through with the contract. You're saying they breached, but I'm you sure. told them you're out. You mm -hmm. called it that you didn't want to rent them and that you were going to give them their money back. Mm -hmm. And they said, okay. So you don't get to change that to they bailed. That's fine. Um, so I'm going to order you how much money is in play. The What they had given was 1300 correct? Yes. Now, you are suing for an additional amount <laughs> that is the amount that it cost to bury your mom? I'm sorry for your mother, your, the loss of your mom, by the way. Yes. Um, although th this is her mother and she had to do everything out of her power to come up with the additional funds because she continued to lack to give us any type of reimbursement, not even a dollar. You know, even over the consideration that her mother did pass and there was a remaining balance. So... She had to go above and beyond to scrape up a few extra dollars to make it happen. Right, but why done. would that mean she has to pay for the funeral? 
Oh no, I just thought of it as damages. Just thought of throwing it in her, but it's not. No. It's not damages okay. because right. it's not anything that she did. Right. It's just she didn't pay you something you felt she should have paid you, and um, you know you can't really make a demand. I want to know what now. I'm not saying don't assert your rights. You have four years to file that lawsuit. There was no rush to file it right then in the middle of the death, in the middle of, you know, there's just no rush. So you're not entitled to have her pay for your mom's funeral. I'm finding uh, in your favor in the amount of the $1,300, plus, of course, your court costs. Good luck, folks. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Right. So after uh, the court case, the plaintiffs are going to get their money back again. Why are you laughing? Yeah, No, I'm not laughing. I'm just... Um... Happy it's over with. You are? Um, yeah. And I agreed to pay them. So. I was going to say, you're the one who started I it. I agreed to pay them. So. There you go. There you, <laughs> you go. Know? Maybe you should have paid them and you wouldn't be here. Well, you know? I mean, look how they didn't even give me any time. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, you. you understand. Thank you very much. You must sign some documents. I hope you find somebody to rent your apartment. Okay. Here come the plaintiffs now. What's going on? Well, <laughs> you got a little lecture from the judge. Patience, patience, patience. Mm -hmm. Step around here. So we can see you. Yeah, okay. So how do you feel about what happened? You okay with it? I'm okay with it. But Michelle I mean, you could be in, living in the apartment right now. You know <laughs> that. Yeah. Do you think you made a mistake? No. No. You're sure? Uh -huh. No question about that. No okay. question about it. All right, good enough. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. You'll get your money back. All right, Harvey? Well, Doug, we've talked about this before, that when time matters, right time is of the essence. That means if it's not done on move-in day, you get your money back. It's that important to do.